Greetings, and welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need. The need for speed. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. You are next. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. So we already know that the Saved by the Bell gang are going to be friends forever, but it all started right here on this episode. It's episode 10 of Saved by the Bell, The Friendship Business. It originally aired November 4th, 1989. It all started with Friendship Forever, the Friendship Bracelets, Clint Schweitzer, Noah Groninger. We are going to be breaking this down. We are knee-deep into Saved by the Bell and loving every second of it. Episode um, 11 for us here on the podcast. This is episode 10 on your DVDs if you're following Noah, this has just been a delight so far. We are reviewing every episode of Saved by the Bell. And you know what? It's going, it's coming along great. We are 11 episodes into this podcast. Only like 75 more to go. Yeah, I'm excited for it. 75. Wow. I'm looking forward to all 75, I'm sure. But uh, I noted one thing, the intro to this episode. There's a new guy singing it, and I don't enjoy it. Your, th- your thoughts before we kind of delve into the rest of the episode. Um, just the new guy singing the intro. I'm not, I'm not a fan. As I understand it, the music um, originally was done. Peter Engel, who is a good friend of ours that we've had on several podcasts before, we're going to be bringing him back on to talk more as these episodes continue. Peter Engel is an executive producer on the show. He wanted the the music. He he had an idea for it, and when he heard this, he wanted nothing to do with it. He did not want the the word "saved by the bell" to be in the intro music at all. But uh, the, you know, the the other people involved loved it, and I think they had um, an original person do it, which is that song you're hearing that sounds foreign to us because on the tv show on nbc you only heard this kind of remix that they did later on so for some reason on these dvds they kind of mix and match the original version with the version that we know and love so a little bit of trivia there absolutely i like it uh need to get back to the uh, classic intro that we're used to but uh, this kind of starts out in economics class Uh, they have to start a business and uh, it's kind of our first taste of Mr. Tuttle, Jack Angelus. We love him. You know him as Mr. Tuttle. And uh, somehow they come prepared, or they don't come prepared to economics class. They're supposed to start a business, and they couldn't agree on anything. They have no idea what they're doing. And I just don't think Jesse would allow them to walk in and get an F. I don't see how that's possible. She wouldn't let it yeah. happen. I agree, and it is great to see Mr. Tuttle. He is going to become one of the more frequent teachers. He's in a lot of seminal episodes later on, like uh, he's in the driver's education one. He's in the teacher's strike one coming up. We're going to be talking about all those, and I can't wait to get to him. But huge fan of uh, Jack Angelus as Mr. Tuttle. Unfortunately, he's passed away uh, Mm -hmm. now, and, I mean, he was just a a staple on the show and someone that you just feel entrenched in this Bayside universe but um, I love this party because we meet our first nerd. Now, we've met other nerds before so far in this show, but we've got one that has a name. Edgar Poindexter and his group are the first to present here in economics class. They have created a pocket protector, protector, and uh, <laughs> Zach on the spot comes up with this uh, friendship bracelet idea and uh, find out that Lisa can make 19 bracelets in a day but won't have time to sleep. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, yeah, we do see Alan in the show. Uh 
kind of our first time seeing Allen in there. And uh, But Mr. Tuttle has some great lines in here. Uh, don't let the skeptics, the cynics, and the critics talk you out of your dream. Motivated, 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 motivated. And then he tells uh, Zach when he comes up, um, ignore the powders, the doubters, and the shouters. And so I love Mr. It. Tuttle coming strong from scene one, moment one that he enters the show, just coming strong. And we love him all the way throughout the show. Absolutely. And this kind of reminds me of the future Enterprisers. I, th- I wonder if they didn't get that from Risky Business, the uh, the deal that uh, Tom Cruise's character and some of his friends are involved in in Risky Business. Like they have to create a product and market it and all that. It's almost like word for word, some of the stuff. And so I, it seems like that could be kind of a, a reference to that. But uh, let's see. Zach thinks that they can get rich and, and a dream sequence unfolds uh, oh, yes, called Lifestyles of the Rich and the Shameless. Sequence. And their former school, Bayside, is converted into a friendship bracelet factory. And um, Screech hopes everyone, he was, he's the host, he's the Robin Screech, hopes everyone has milkshake wishes and cheeseburger dreams. Did not Zach, enjoy. No, Zach buys Bill Cosby. I didn't quite get that joke. I don't know. It if sounds that's ever really supposed bad to make sense. Yes, it does. He's buying Bill Cosby. Uh, that is definitely a dated joke. Uh, you don't want to be making that in 2019. Uh, uh, so that's one that didn't carry over, but uh, they're all in business together. But somehow Zach heads the company uh, in this dream sequence, and Slater and Lisa are peasant workers working for Zach. Just uh, Zach is willing to give Lisa a day off. Uh, that's her big uh, reward for doing all this slave labor, working all day. So uh, I didn't quite get how that worked. Well, yeah, and it's funny as you look at this episode, I feel like as I'm as I'm watching these and really analyzing these and we're in the first season and trying to establish these characters and that we all come to know and love, I feel like Elizabeth Berkeley is just lost in he, in this show. Like she doesn't really have any episodes geared towards her yet. I don't really know much about her. She's Zach's next door neighbor, as we found out in the slumber party um, from an episode prior to this. But it's like, I don't, she just doesn't really have a purpose yet. And it almost makes me wonder, like, I, that's kind of how I feel about her in general. Like, I don't know that that opinion is going to change. It's like, she's just kind of there, which is funny because we talked to Peter Engel on a previous episode where he talked about almost kind of creating this character for Jesse. She had auditioned for Kelly and they're just like, well, let's keep both of them and you can be, Je- you can be Jesse. It's, it's just like, she just isn't involved at much. I just don't really see what her purpose is. No, I don't either. I never have. I don't think I ever will. Not watching it now at 34. I don't think I'm going to gain this new understanding and appreciation for Jesse that I didn't have back then and haven't throughout all these years. So uh, I don't I don't get her character and what she's supposed to be and bring to the show. She, Like you said, she's just kind of there, another body. Uh, but uh, they kind of break up. Uh, money goes to Zach's head. He's got all these grand ideas and uh, he's the president, not Jesse, as they had agreed upon before. But now that Zach's come up with the idea, he's taken over president and the gang splits up. It's Zach, Lisa and Screech and uh, Jesse Slater and Kelly leave to go do their own thing. And we're not sure what that is yet. They go to class the next day. Uh, they tell Mr. Tuttle they've broken up, but they have a video and I put the Jesse introduces a ridiculous new video for buddy bands. And it's weird because Jesse is using sex to sell and that goes against her feminist morals and values. So none of it makes sense, Clint. And we see that often in this show. Everything. I tried everything I could think of. And then I discovered buddy bands. And now for only $3.95, my dance card is full.
Buddy bands. Buddy bands. Buddy bands. Hey, they work. I literally wrote down the words ridiculous, over the top, high budget video. That's <laughs> with lasers. I have that in my notes as well. Like this is so unbelievable that it's, it's just got this kind of 80 synthesizer music in the background. It's got these slow-mo, uh, you know, this techniques and these neon colors and this dancing. And it's just like, where do they film this? I never even seen the set anywhere <laughs> on the show before or since it's just really out of place. And I, I don't know where this even came from, but it's, it is absolutely um, unbelievable. But um, as this happens, screech, is now being whored out as a friend <laughs> for, an, for an hour, and that comes with every purchase. So if you're still involved in Friendship Forever, uh, you've got Zach whoring out Screech to be a friend for an hour, and there's a really... I just burst into laughter. You've got a random scene where Screech is like being just swung around by this tall girl named Peggy who has bought several bracelets, and Screech isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why Screech didn't enjoy that. He gets a beautiful, taller lady... Uh, to hang out with and dance with and uh, maybe connect with and maybe we can do another date uh, next time and you don't have to buy uh, a bracelet. We can just go out and hang out. Uh, uh, but he's dead at the end of the day. He comes in, plops on Zach's uh, beanbag and says he's done. He can't do it anymore. Uh, Screech tells Zach that he's sorry, but it's too exhausting to be his friend. And uh, Lisa and Screech leave friendship forever and they go join the buddy bands. Yeah, Zach is too shrewd of a businessman for Lisa and Screech to, to compete with, so they move on to Buddy Bands. Zach closes up shop, and the rest of the game are kind of feeling bad for him as he's admitted, admitted defeat. And he buys a Buddy Band, though, and has a smile on his face as he's going to give that Buddy Band to Mr. Belding, rendering the Buddy Band business useless as they are about to crank out 500 more in production. But everybody sees Mr. Belding wearing it, and they flock back to get their money back. It is over for Buddy Bands. Yeah, I, I have in my notes here, buddy bands look awful, by the way. I don't know why anyone would wear them in the first place. I don't know how they became cool. But like you said, Zach gives one to Mr. Belding. And Jesse says the guy goes to return it after he sees Belding wearing it. And she's like, if it's defective, we'll give your money back. He said, Belding's wearing one. You can't get more defective than that. It's, I love I it. That was a great line. Well, they inevitably are going to combine their ideas they say that something new can be born out of these two great ideas. Screech has to run home because he says that his mom has to be the one to tell him how babies are born. So uh, I did enjoy that. Screech runs off and literally never to be seen again. And they um, are able to combine their ideas to form love cuffs. And um, I think even more ridiculous, it's the new way for guys and girls to feel about each other. They can just lock together. And I guess that's kind of like giving someone your pin or I, I, it's just, you guess you handcuff each other together and you're, you're good to go. You're, and it's funny cause Screech and Lisa were cuffed together. I like yeah, that. Lisa, much. why do I always get stuck with him? Oh, it's guess. fate, my darling. <laughs> well, then you got Mr. Tuttle giving a legendary, this is almost like an independence day type speech where Mr. Tuttle talks about how great it is to be happy and humane, better that, and that they've learned the best business lesson of all and they all get A's. So, uh, Big fan of this episode. It's one that I just remember so much from my childhood. I love the idea. I love the idea of them kind of scheming against each other and then coming back together at the end as friends. Zach kind of has a change of heart and says that, you know, he'd rather be friend at, you know, be friends than make money. And uh, that's kind of a soft side of Zach that you haven't seen a lot. He's so shrewd and scheming and, but he really just wants his friends at the end. 
yeah, at the end, you get the infamous group high five. Uh, we see that a few more times at the end of an episode, just a whole group high five. That's good to see. Um, one of the lines that I like from the nerds at the end, they, uh, Zach and the crew, they give buddy bands that they hand it over to the nerds after they're done with it. And, uh, the nerds make it into book straps as they say, we feel that friendship is just a fad. <laughs> yeah. That's going out the window. By yeah. Friendship is just a fad. We're, we're good with that. We're done. And now it's time for book straps. And, and learning, get that learning done, pocket protector, protectors, we got to have that. But yeah, this this is a strong episode for me. Really like it. Uh, Mister, You get the first introduction to Mr. Tuttle, who's got to be one of the top two or three favorite teachers in the whole episode, if not your favorite. He's just got to be up there. He has to. He's got great lines in this episode and all the episodes. Uh, the gang kind of breaking up and coming back together at the end is good. Uh, you get to see uh, kind of... The greed kind of getting the better of Zach, and then it gets the better of Jesse and Slater later on where they purchase the 500 buddy bands, but Zach puts them out of business. And uh, I also like the scene where Max kind of brings them all together, hands them all buddy band, uh, actually Friendship Forever bracelets at the table. They go over and get back together with Zach and then the group high five at the end. So uh, this one kind of had it all for me with the group breaking up, coming back together. Uh, strong guest appearance for Mr. Tuttle. So this one's definitely uh, one for my books. Well, if the Save by Nostalgia podcast is one for your books, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Music, or Spotify. We're available on all three. If you have a smartphone, you have this show. Be sure to share with your friends. Let them know that there's some idiots out there reviewing every Save by the Bell episode. Those idiots are proud to be myself and my partner Noah here, guys. Always hit us up for interaction. On, on our Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter, we're always creating, you know, dialogue and posting pictures and just reminding us of, you know, pop culture and toys and food and things from, you know, the 80s and 90s, stuff that made us who we are today. This podcast is all about, it is dedicated to these things that uh, made us what we are today. Because Noah, I mean, more than probably anyone that I know, we live in that world still. God bless us for that. Absolutely. We got to stay with the nostalgia. Remember our youth. Remember the days of our past. Remember a simpler time the wonder years, if you will, and go back and we'll look at anything you guys want to, whether it's a movie you want us to review, a different TV show, toys, music from the era, video games, board games from that era. We love it all. So definitely hit us up. Just search Save by Nostalgia on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, definitely search us and find us, like us, and interact, and let us know what you want to hear on the next Save by Nostalgia podcast.